Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. This is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're kind of, you never know who might drop in. And uh, this coach is getting ready uh, for what, the Big 12 championships. We got we got headed to Stillwater soon, cross country. It is David Barnett joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, David, it's I, I really appreciate you kind of jumping on at the last second today. It's a it's a, an exciting time, and uh, and by the way, I don't we haven't gotten to meet in person. Let me uh, let me welcome you uh, to Waco. By the way, that was a uh, you know that was a that was a uh, I know it's been a whirlwind getting into Waco and, and kind of getting going here. I appreciate it, Matt. It's good to be here. Um, yeah, it's been a whirlwind, but I've been. Really excited to meet everybody, and the teams have been doing well, and it's finally starting to feel like cross country weather, so it's good. All right, so cross country weather. Let's. Are you saying a morning uh, of about what fifty four, fifty five? What is uh, what is cross country? Yeah. yeah, is that about the best thing you could have for a cross country uh, uh, run? Absolutely, yeah, that's about right. Cold enough that you need some coffee, but not so cold that you need a jacket. So that's about right for me. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm curious now. Before we get into your team and everything, um, what? I mean, you're an Alabama guy, and there you are at at, right. at, at Auburn doing your thing, and in, in the middle of where you grew up and everything. How did we? How did we talk you out of that area? I mean, it sounds like you were going to end up being a lifer in that part of the country, and then somehow we. Uh, uh, Coach Ford uh, brought you to Texas. What was it about uh, the Baylor program and, and, and what you thought Coach Ford was going to build that, uh, that that got you excited about this thing? Well, you're exactly right. I mean, I'm from the state. I actually went to Auburn also for school. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a couple of All-Americans and a national champion last year, and things were just kind of clicking along. And um, But when I talked to Coach Ford, um, he was really excited about the situation he's excited about the program and you know the more I talked to him and the more he kind of told me about his plans the more I got excited about it you know and then you know obviously I'm a, I'm a man of faith and I prayed about it and I had a real peace this is where is where the Lord was leading me you know so um coach Ford being excited about it got me excited about it and um what I like about Baylor is what is going to bring other people to Baylor you know so I thought it was a perfect fit yeah, well, I'm glad the Lord led you in this direction. This will be exciting, and, you know, Todd was a great uh, distance guy, and so having having someone with your credentials I think is going to be great for the program. Now, I was looking at some of the some of the details from, from Auburn. Uh, Joyce, uh, I'll make sure I'm saying her name right, Camelli, uh, who Correct. you had. I mean, that was, my goodness, some of the numbers that she put up, I think set records in Auburn and, and uh, even – all together in the SEC, both the uh, steeplechase yep. and, and, and in the mile. Now, what was it? Uh, what was it that made you know her so talented and kind of helped you? Because it, it, from what I can tell, that that may be you know one of your most talented runners you've ever been associated with. Yeah, what made Joyce unique was just her her work ethic and her drive. 
you know, her freshman year, she was not a superstar. Um, a lot of people thought that she was a, a bit of a, a dud, for lack of better terms, because she she wasn't even in the mix at conference or nationals in any capacity. But she was super patient, and we worked really well together. And her progression from freshman year, she ran 17-19. Um, then she wound up running 15-30s and winning nationals three years later. So um, it's, it was just really amazing to be a part of that. And Joyce did a great job at the, the conference level and the national level. And at the end of the day, when the gun goes off, they're driving the car. And I don't have a whole lot to do with what's going on. So she deserves a lot of that credit and those championships for, for definitely making it happen. What's your, what is your favorite race? Is it, I mean, are you, maybe it's whatever season it is. You, maybe it's cross country right now, but is there anything, you know, we thought of Clyde Hart as a quarter miler, the king of quarter milers over the years and all, but of the distance races, is there, is there one particular race you love more than any other? You know, uh, generally speaking, whatever race I have a good runner in is my favorite <laughs> at that moment. Um, but, you know, seriously, I, I love the steeplechase. I think it's just one of those races where there's no there's no way to put a smile on and act like it's not going to be difficult. You know, it's a very tough race. A lot of people uh, describe it as cross-country on the track because you're having a hurdle and do the water jump. And um, But when you find the right person for that event – it's just a very, a very unique opportunity for someone to, to really excel. And what is, um, talking to David Barnett, uh, the track and field coach, the uh, cross-country distance coach for Baylor on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I mean, the steeplechase itself, even from a, uh, you see sometimes nasty falls. I mean, that is a grueling type thing. It, that's got to be an interesting race to prepare for. Because in some sense, you don't want to overdo it because you got to have them peaking race day. I mean, is that is that a difficult thing to kind of manage that? Because you want them to be ready. But but that's, again, like you say, one of the most grueling things that you have to that you have to prepare for. Right. I mean, the biggest thing is you want to find people that have a propensity for it. Just like uh-huh. if you're going to be playing basketball, you'd rather start with somebody who's, you know, 6'8", you know. So when they're a freshman – we're doing hurdle drills. I'm looking for people that are natural athletes um, and natural competitors because those are the people that do well. If you're worried about hurdling when you come up to the hurdle, it's too late. You know, we always talk about you can't hope that it goes well in the steeplechase. Hope is not a method for having success, you know. So um, we work on it year-round. We work on the hurdling technique and everything else. So there's definitely no fear going up to the barrier. And uh, at that point, you just have to compete, you know, just like anything else. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's not for everybody, but for the people it is for, it's, it's a really, really neat event. All right. Uh, what about this uh, going to Stillwater? You know, the different over the years, uh, just to being around um, uh, a lot of these high school cross-country, you'll see, like, um, all the different courses, and boy, some courses are a little tougher than others. I mean, what um, what what about this one stands out, and and, and does it set up well for for uh, for your runners? You know, I think it does. I think the biggest thing about the course is that it's just it's very hilly, you know. Um, but you know, I'm a, I'm an optimist, so for every uphill, there's a downhill. Um, I think the important <laughs> thing is that we just pace ourselves early on. Because it's so true, you can't win a race in the first mile, but you can lose a race in the first mile. Um, you know, as far as the size of the race, we've been in some bigger races this year. We were at Texas A&M a couple weekends ago. There was 35 teams. 
Uh, this meet, obviously, there won't be that many teams, so it'll be a little bit of a smaller race. And it's, at that point, it's all about just matching up with the people you're able to compete with and just winning those head-to-head battles. Because if everybody wins their race within the race, that's how you end up having a, a good score. So I think just being patient early on and then just really capitalizing over the second half of the race. I love that. You pair them up a little bit and have those races within the, the race and everything. Who do you, in this conference right now, from what you've been able to tell in your short time, who does everybody measure themselves uh, themselves against? I saw some of your early your earlier outings, and, and you all were right in there, like third or fourth or somewhere in there, uh, obviously finishing pretty well. But is there is there a, a team right now that is – that everybody's kind of measuring themselves against? You know, I think it's kind of a toss-up. I think Oklahoma State and Iowa State have always made a big investment in distance running, and they have quality teams, and they have some depth, uh, so they've got a little bit of room for error. So I would say those are probably the top two programs, but, um, you know, it kind of goes back and forth. You'll have a women's team like West Virginia sneak in there sometimes, and um, I always have the ability. But, uh, you know, I think as far as depth is concerned, Oklahoma State and Iowa State have the most depth. All right. Um, yeah, don't let the runners, by the way, go over to uh, Eskimo Joe's the night before or anything, okay? That's, uh, that's, a, okay. that's a, well, a well-known establishment. They do have good cheese fries. They could carb load if you need them to, but it, let's, not, let's keep them away from those other carbs. Uh, but uh, talking to Coach Barnett, uh, the uh, distance coach, cross-country coach for Baylor. What about some of your individual uh, runners? Uh, Ryan Hodge is a name that, yep. uh, that, that's come up uh, when, I, when I've talked to people associated with your program. What has he been able to do for you, and, and has he emerged as one of your leaders? Yeah, Ryan's just been awesome. I mean, from the first day I got to campus, he's just been all in. Um, you know, he loves Baylor. His, his dad went to Baylor, and he just kind of gets it, you know. And he's been working hard for several years now, and for a couple different reasons, it's been able to kind of click for him this season. So we're down at Texas A&M, and he broke 24 minutes in the 8,000. And he's actually the first runner since the 90s, I believe, to break 24 minutes. So, And he really just beat some great runners head-to-head, and he's running with a lot of confidence right now. And, um, yeah, Ryan's definitely been one of our, our, our key leaders and a great competitor for us so far. I like that. You know, you got to put Kellen in the uh, archives and make him dig all that stuff up. You know, go through the records and everything. So, we already uh, talked about that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's back there digging through the nineties. Now, what yeah. about Ellie on the um, on on your women's side? What uh, uh, I mean that that I, she keeps uh, being brought up to me. And 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 who are a couple of your yeah. standouts on that side? I think on the women's side, you know, Ellie's been very consistent. She's, she's been more of a miler on the track. But I tell you what, she's been moving up in distance, and she's been getting better. We've been kind of looking to peak late in the season, obviously, and I think her best race is coming up at conference and regionals. Um, you know, Lily Jacobs has been phenomenal for us. She's been super consistent. Uh, we haven't done as this year as in the past, and part of that's just kind of a plan, again, to keep her – for fresh for later in the season, but um, I would say that those two women have been our most consistent for sure, and um, they've also just been great leaders off the course, you know, just on a day-to-day basis, doing the little things the right way, keeping them, keeping all the women optimistic and upbeat and everything. If you have to be intentional about having a good team dynamic, it doesn't just magically happen, so they've been doing a great job with running and as far as just being leaders for the team. All right, and, and how, how physical... Does does uh, cross country 
get, like early in those races when people are trying to kind of fight for position. Um, seems like I recall, I, I, I saw my uh, buddy Dr. Tyler Cooper run back in the day, and it seems like I remember a couple of elbows being thrown uh, when he was running at Baylor back in the uh, early 90s. Does, yeah. it, does it still get a little physical from time to time? Well, of course it does. You know, I mean, at the, at the worst times, it becomes physical, you know. So I think this is one of those things you have to prepare for the worst, you know, and hope for the best. Because when you get in these big races and there's a small window that everyone's shooting for, you just have to kind of expect it, you know. And that's why I always like I always like runners that come from other sports because they're used to a little bit more contact and it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, you've got to be ready for anything and ready to ready to compete, you know. So our runners are doing a pretty, pretty good job of, you know, working hard and staying on their feet and, you know, getting where they need to be without any kind of uh, events, you know, so. I mean, I guess you could send Ryan out to football practice, like summer practice or whatever, have him have him kind of, you know, get, get some hits in out there. Yep. Yeah, what could go wrong, right? So. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, I, I want you to kind of explain <laughs> that, to, you know, when he gets hurt to Mac and everybody, that would yeah. be great. Coach Ford, Coach Ford, yeah. this is something we did at Auburn. Uh, I could, I could yeah, see that. Exactly. Well, listen, this is um, this is fun to have you. I've been wanting to have you on, and uh, you and Michael. I think it's going to be, um, I, I think it's going to be really cool. I think you are going to be innovative, and uh, and and I just wish you the the best of luck. Tell people uh, what time is the race, and uh, and and we got people that listen, by the way, in Norman and in Stillwater. Uh, if they wanted to come out and, and watch that, what what time does it start and everything? So it's on Friday morning. The men start at 10 a.m. and the women go at 11 a.m. Okay, minute 10, women at 11. All right, uh, I'm going to see if they'll – I'm hoping somebody will put this on, uh, you know, like stream it or something. Um, I'll, I'll get with Kellen on that, okay? I'll give Kellen all my ideas Correct. for uh, – for streaming yeah, yeah. everything, they, they do. They do have. They do have a stream, but I'm not exactly sure the where it's going to be located. So Kellen was yeah. pointing in the direction on that. Yeah, yeah. I want to be pulling for you guys on Friday morning. That'll be a lot of fun. Well, listen. Welcome to Waco. It's very exciting to have you, and uh, uh, you had a great run there at Auburn. So I think everybody's excited that yeah. you're in town, and hope y'all have a, uh, a a great a great couple of races Friday. Thanks so much. I appreciate the time, and looking forward to it. There he goes, David Barnett, the uh, 